0: companies, and etc. that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your keeper. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I'm your keeper, Keeper Michael, and we return to Masks of Nyarlathotep in the Egypt chapter. And so when last we left our Um, Well, we'll say intrepid because they had been moving before intrepid investigators. They had uh, some of them anyway, had dosed down at a temple, which, uh, which Miss O'Shea had uh, helped lead them to. uh, So that way, the uh, body of the mummy, Nitocris, could be um, settled here inside the temple. Um, When we last left them as well, they had been being fed afforded all sorts of creature comforts as far as the remote temple in the desert could allow. And then while Jack and Lillian and Sam were outside, they had heard some sort of strange bird screeching overhead. And so, why don't we introduce you to our cast tonight? To my right.
1: This is Tiffany, and I play Maeve O'Shea, and um, things things are going to get fun.
0: I mean, things have been fun, I believe. But we're going to get more fun tonight, which is great. Uh, Two Miss O'Shea's, right?
2: This is Morgan. I play Lillian Lane. And I feel much better after, you know, getting some rest and getting first aid or some medical done by the doctor and having a little bit of food. Yeah,
0: you're, you're right as rain, fit as a fiddle. Almost. At the end of the table. This is
3: Jake, I'm playing Jack Doyle, and despite my previous positive attitude, it looks like there is going to be a spot of trouble.
0: I mean, it's definitely possible. We'll at least put it in the realm of possibility, yes? Yes. Very good. To Mr. Doyle's right.
4: This is Lonnie, and uh, I am playing Adel Sar. and um, if there's no immediate action, I have some rather pointed questions for people.
5: Yeah, we'll
0: find out, right? uh to autos right
5: this is james i'll be playing dr sigmund Tottenbach. and um jack if you are seeing spots perhaps you should see a doctor
0: it's a fair recommendation from you sir and last but
6: most certainly not least this is alex playing sam who considering the potential for
0: aerial predators is glad he brought a helmet sam seems like the fellow who plans ahead perhaps that will pay off and so the three of you outside do hear this bird shrieking overhead and it is this raptor sound, right? high-pitched on the air. And so just giving a look into the air around you, which is fairly natural reaction, you don't, at the moment, see any bird. It's possible the temple is obscuring it, or it's coming from a direction yet you can't see. Uh, my question to you three outside is, what are you doing? I will turn to both
6: Jack and Leon and kind of like holding my uh, my hand over half my face, I, f- I feel like we're being watched.
3: Like we're being seen. Do you understand? Yeah, why don't we just withdraw undercover?
2: I'm going to take a look around to see if I can see anything. Not like get up and walk around, but...
0: Yeah, I, I mean, as I said, visually speaking, just looking around in the air, you don't see it. It's getting getting a little darker out, so it's evening now. It's not fully night yet, but you could still see a, a dark bird, especially something like a hawk. You would be able to see it against the, the sky here. Uh, but but for the moment, you don't see anything. Hey, Lily, why don't you
3: go get the others?
2: She was debating and whether saying a smart-ass comment back to Jack. But um, she is nuts and gets up and goes back inside. And I go back to where Maeve and the doctor and Otto are.
0: Okay, so we'll walk with you we'll keep that camera angle and then I'd like to know from the three of you who are inside eating and drinking what what are you talking about what are you commiserating on
5: Doc is very quiet but is um, he he seems to his brow is a little or his brow is a little furrowed he's like he's trying to remember something um, while he's eating so he's not talking a whole lot
1: I don't really have anything to say
5: I had to dream.
1: You had a dream?
5: Last night, yeah. But do you know how, like, when you have the dream and then you wake up and it, it disappears like candy floss, yeah? Mm-hmm. That is what has happened to me this morning. I, I only surmised that it was something wonderful. I know that it left me with a feeling of wonderment. But... but more importantly i i do remember a message perhaps to myself to my waking self that uh, that um there's more to do here that it's it is it is um make the crisis, is not the end we do not we need i mean this it is important what we are doing but it, this is not the goal i think um perhaps there's more to do here
1: Well, I would agree. I mean, we can't just let Omar keep doing what he's doing. We can't just let the Brotherhood be. I mean, if you look at all the other places we've been, we've dispatched the leader so that the rest would dissipate.
5: Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that is being what we are going to be doing here of some sort. But I'm feeling that, yeah. We are going to be coming to an answer quite soon.
1: Oh, I'm sure.
5: Any minute now, perhaps.
4: Excuse me. Yes? Well, yeah, of course. What are we doing here?
5: Well, as I say, I, I feel we will know soon. Sometimes we must be patient.
4: Wait, we know this is an artifact of great power, evidently, according to Omar. Yeah. We took it out from under his nose. He is currently chasing us across the desert. We brought it here. Yeah. I don't know what what here is. I barely know where here is. Now what are we going to do with this powerful object that he has a crew of murderous thugs and his own very powerful self looking for?
1: I'm assuming we're going to use it to help protect Egypt and to help to push the brotherhood out.
4: <laughs> so we don't know.
1: I have an idea. I have been told
5: Doc pours Autle some tea.
1: If you look around, the speakers have been around for a long time. And those speakers brought peace to Egypt for a very long time. And then the Black Pharaoh moved in. And they lost. I'm not going to have them lose again. We need to protect Egypt.
4: I'm not against the idea of protecting Egypt. And in doing so, protecting ourselves and hurting Omar. My question is, is, what are we doing here? Because right now, while we're here, everyone is hurt. We're low on numbers. If he finds us here, how do we stop him from taking the body a second time? Anyway, we have to.
1: You have to have faith. <laughs> you have to know where the power comes from. You have to use it. I will be of more help here than I would in some smelly hotel room.
4: But if we don't know what we're doing, how can we do it? If we don't know what we're supposed to facilitate, how do we facilitate it? This is my question.
1: I told you somebody was coming. No, you are not privy to all the information. Either you sit with that or you find somebody else to go help.
5: Sometimes you have to be patient, even when the solution is not obvious or apparent. He pours Maeve some tea and then himself. Now, Jinx the tea. You will need your strength for what is coming, I'm sure.
4: I will stand up and grab my bedroll and say I will go see how the outside is doing.
0: Speaking of that, the outside comes towards you in the form of one Lillian
4: Lane. Little. Yes, madam.
2: I think we need to grab the doctor and Maeve and, 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 and go outside.
4: Yes, they're in there.
2: I go walking around the corner and I see I'm assuming I see Maeve and the doctor eating.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Eating, drinking. I'm probably still chatting. Okay.
2: I rush in as, as much <laughs> as I can rush at this moment. Doctor, um, Maeve, there's a weird noise happening outside. It sounds like a bird, but we can't see anything. A hmm. bird? Um, Jack asked that I come get you. I don't know. I am not a bird expert.
1: I'm going to uh step out and then uh look for Tariq. Is he anywhere to be found?
0: You don't see Tariq.
1: I'll call for him towards the center of the Like, I'm not going towards the center, you know, like I'm going to face the center of the temple and Mm -hmm. call for him. Tariq.
0: He comes out a few moments later. Yes, speaker.
1: Have you heard the noise outside? No. I think something's coming.
0: Very well. I will inform your sister.
1: I will uh, turn
2: and head outside.
0: Okay. Anybody else going outside besides uh, Miss O'Shea and Odell?
2: I think I'm going to go back outside.
5: Yeah, Doc will uh, grab his bag and adjust his tie and head outside. So you all kind of head outside and...
1: Well, I mean, I'm more in the doorway, but yeah. I have, I have a question, Mike.
0: I have an answer.
6: Great. So there was there was a while there where I was being used as I think you called it a dowsing rod. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole bunch of just just fun being shoved through my body to look for this thing. When I was up on the dune and I, and I felt that, like, um, that tingle, is it, is it the same kind of uh, invasion? Mm. When I was out there, I feel like maybe I was, I was being watched or I was being seen or I, I felt exposed. Yes. I was trying to see if there was any sort of, like, correlation between that and how I felt when I was being used as a dowsing rod. <laughs> oh. As, as a spotting device, basically.
0: <laughs> no, not, not directly. the the feeling from overhead is more like there's an animal sound that you hear high pitched. You can't see it. And you, it has picked out to all of you because it is so, there have been no other signs of life out here, right? There's, there's no other than the camels that are here. There's no other animals at all. It seems very devoid of life, other than those things. And so, when you hear something like a raptor call, it's a little shocking. And it's just kind of set your pulse up. Well, he's proven capable of
6: finding things and at a distance and traveling great distances. It's something I say as people are kind of out there and I'm. N- nervously looking into the sky and watching the top of the dune and watching the sun
3: I'd hope that the uh this temple would have uh shield if you could uh, sense it or use magic to find it I
6: wouldn't know I'll turn toward the door is me there
1: yeah I' been standing in the doorway
6: how safe do you think that thing is here
1: pretty safe I wouldn't have brought it here if I didn't think it was safe.
6: You don't think it would be safer to just destroy it? I mean, honestly.
1: For me, no.
6: What does that even mean? For you or for Yig? I mean, if anything should be clear at this point, it could be that your will might not be your own, whether you believe it to be or not. I know you mean well. I don't doubt your, your character. It looks like you found purpose. But to pretend that you haven't been actively deceiving these people into unknowingly carrying out Yig's will. Whether your objectives align with casting out the, the Black Pharaoh, what else is at play here?
1: I haven't deceived anyone.
6: Okay, disregarding that.
1: Are we going to argue or are we going to look for this thing?
6: I, I'm asking you whose who's work we're doing. So if we're just trying to stop the queen from, from getting raised, we can destroy that thing and leave. You want to tell me this place was on the the, part of the protective ritual that you got from Kafur?
1: Yig was in it, yes. It's
6: a remarkable coincidence, Maeve.
1: Well, then you go read it. Either you trust me or you don't.
6: I don't trust Yig.
1: Well, that's fine. Then don't.
6: Whom you serve isn't my concern.
1: Obviously it is. We have more important things to do.
6: Yes, like Omar is coming here. To take that thing, and if it's destroyed, he can't.
3: That's what I'm saying. If he shows up, we fight to defend it.
6: I'm not dying for that thing.
3: Wait, we fight to defend it. If it looks like it's not going, if we're going to lose it, he's going to get it. Then we destroy it. It just has to be the way it is. Do you understand what I'm saying? I,
6: I can abide that.
3: Okay. In terms are agreeable. If it goes bad, that thing's done. Agreed. I'm sorry, babe, it has to be this way.
1: Do what you need to do.
3: But only as a last resort. Greater good or Yig's will, this is on you.
1: Uh no. You are not putting anything on me. And I'm gonna turn around and walk inside the temple.
5: Alrighty.
2: I I, I think you made her mad.
5: Doc is scanning the skies. He hasn't stopped since he got outside. Doc, do you want to give me a spot hidden rule? I would love to 38 under 80 that is a hard
0: successor. there is something that you pick out there in the twilight here there is something not in the sky there is something at a far dune to your your north it is a bird it's a small small maybe a a kestrel sized bird yes it's not in the air it's on the ground Hmm. And it's just standing there? It's not even standing. It's almost like hunkered down in the sand, but you can see the top of its head and, and a bit of its body.
5: Hmm. He nudges Jack. Look at that bird, Jack. <laughs> even out here in the desert. What a wonder, right? Oh, there, right there on, on the dune. That, that's weird. That's odd. What do you think it's doing? Hmm. I don't know. It like it is um hiding from something. Yeah. Uh, Those of
0: you outside now that Sigmund's pointed it out there on the uh, almost the horizon line, you can you can see it. It's moving a little bit, not a ton. It's a little erratic. It's in this in the sky. No, it's on the ground. It's mm, like on the, on the ground. Th- it's on the top yeah. of one of these dunes nearby. Hey, uh, Otto, uh,
3: is that unusual?
4: I'm taking a close look. Would it be possible to um, make a natural world roll? Absolutely. That's an su- extreme success, seven under fifty. Otto,
5: there's something not right about that bird.
4: Well, there's a lot right not right about that bird.
5: Doc looks around for something solid to stand on like a rock or marble piece and he begins backing towards like the stairs to the temple if there are stairs there are uh, stairs that go down not up hmm well something solid he wants to put solid ground and not sand under his feet certainly I I, I don't I don't like that this is wrong
4: but I look at it, what what strikes me as, as worse about it? The fact that it's on the ground or it appears to be crouching or like it's hiding from something in the air, or
0: Yeah, it's almost like it's trying to hide from you.
4: Hmm. Those are undoubtedly Omar's eyes.
5: I shoot it. Alrighty. Doc almost craps himself from the sudden gunshot
6: the uh, 56 over 74 with the uh or the Martin no, the Martin Henry
0: he's the Martin Henry yeah Martin Henry will damage Any, anybody else that's inside or even luring inside uh you'd hear a gunshot a rifle go off
1: again what, why I'm working on the spell
0: damn
6: 14 plus three yeah so
0: 17 mm-hmm. you perforate that bird the camel spook
5: Doc is spooked.
2: Do the camels run away?
5: No, they're, they're tied up. They can't run anywhere.
2: Okay, that's good.
5: Well, there goes the element of surprise. <laughs> Doc laughs at his own joke.
2: What? Why are we shooting the bird? Because I probably hadn't noticed the bird until somebody pointed it out.
6: Because I'm a malicious animal murderer, didn't you know?
2: Oh, you did kill a cow. We're, that is, Yes.
6: Yes, and did you get to kill a man? You never got to answer the question.
2: Was it a real man? Eh, that's debatable.
6: What? What? What did you, who did
2: you fight? So should we we be going inside now that you shot something that probably is going to try to kill us?
6: This is the only entrance.
3: So we got to watch. Yeah, we got to watch the outside. For We have to assume that they're on their way.
1: While I'm inside at the center, I am going to, uh, start singing loudly and put my arms out and face towards the entrance and start calling.
0: To, uh, phone a friend?
1: Well, several this time.
0: Understood. So you begin your kind of long and rather throaty incantation an ancient tongue of Aklo. And so when you start in with uh, intent and purpose, the whole inner portion of the temple starts to kind of light up. Now, you're going to roll a d10 for me. I obviously, sp- spend eight MP.
1: Well, it's the stored. I think I have at least 40,
0: but. Yep, I think that that's pretty close.
1: So I'll subtract it from that. Okay. And then a d10.
0: See how long it takes you. One. Okay. So you begin casting and a minute later, the effects will begin. Sweet. So I'm going to roll a d10 on my side for something else. And that is a four. So you will lose four sanity for this incantation. And you begin casting. Those of you who are outside who are coming in either after the raptor was killed. Uh, There's something going on at the center of this temple now, and it is most assuredly focused around what Maeve is doing. Uh, There are also now portions of the stonework here that are
5: shedding light. I'm going to get to higher ground.
2: Yeah, and I'm going to go stand on the other side of the doctor.
5: Doctor is fascinated with what is going on, so he is currently checking out the illumination coming from any of the sibils or sigils that are around the temple up close, you know, adjusts his glasses, brushes off the dirt, and looks very closely at him. let see here, Lillian, look at this. It's fascinating. It's light without heat. And, and I, the energy expenditure alone would be... <sighs> I cannot even fathom. I do not understand how it works.
2: You know, if I didn't feel like we were in a life or death situation, Doctor, I'd I'd probably be just as fascinated as you are, but pretty sure I still have that pistol that Jack gave me.
6: Lillian, you're a pretty good shot with a rifle, right?
2: Um, I am a good shot with a rifle, but I don't have my rifle here. It...
6: Follow me up to the top of the dune. I can help and you can use the car as cover if you need to and hopefully stay out of trouble.
2: Do you have a rifle?
6: I have a few.
5: Would you like to see them?
2: I do. As a matter, as a matter of fact, I would love to. I go with. I go with Sam.
5: I approve of this plan. Keep her safe, Sam.
6: Oh my God! I have four size 303. I give. Her, I give. I give her a four size Lee Enfield, freshly cleaned.
0: Oh, when he hands you this rifle, Miss Lane, you recognize it. It ch- gets you a little choked up for a moment because this is a. a good friend's rifle and you haven't seen it in a while and you don't you were not prepared for this
6: while we hold it I'm going to look her in the face it's one of the best shots I've ever seen he'd want you to have this and I shove it into her hands
2: I look down and (sighs) I thank you
0: don't thank me kill whatever's coming I can do that Miss Lane you um take the gun and when you run your hands over it, you feel near the butt of the gun, some sort of smooth over aberration to the wood there.
2: Where he placed his fingers?
0: No. Lawrence's initials are in the gun.
2: Oh. He would so not want me shooting this if he was here. (laughs) I just smile at, at, at at the memory of him.
0: And you head back up to see what's going on, higher ground? Yeah, well, the car's on top of the dune, right? So that's where we would be. Jack, what are you doing?
3: Well, uh, since I was outside, I didn't know what's going on inside. Not terribly happy that uh, Lillian's going to be up there at the car, advanced position, but um, I am going to maintain my position here at the uh, entrance.
0: Okay. Okay.
3: Next to one of the statues.
0: From the depths of the stonework here, Ms. O'Shea, they begin to arrive. One by one. The tiniest cracks in this stonework through secret tunnels we've yet to discover, they begin to arrive. Long, short, wide, thin, all manner of snake begins to seep out from these stones. And you can feel each one of them as their own unique pinpoint of light. Their own being. They're more to you than simple Reptiles. You've called your family here on these stones. And it's fitting that you use the working inside a book of one of Yig's former failures. You feel yourself put this incantation out correctly.
1: Gotta right his wrongs.
0: is your Latin life and there is a swarm surrounding now this circular altar area where the mummy is kept and it is swarming with snakes at the top of the hill Sam when you get back to the auto you realize that the available light is dimming rather quickly the sun is setting now in the distance and for you, for the the auto and for everything else, the comfort that comes with the Egyptian sun, its warmth and its light, is slowly receding. And across the desert, you begin to see the tall plumes of dust. Something is
6: coming. I will... Uh elbow Lillian and hand her the field glasses and point.
2: I look across the desert assuming I have to roll for that.
0: No, you have an advantage with the field glasses. You have a steady amount of time before anything comes your way. What you see are dust clouds moving in front. It's the caravan. Uh, How many vehicles did I
6: spot at the pyramid? It was five.
0: Mm. 3 3 One, to
1: 5 three, 3
0: to 5 There was a car and a bunch of like trucks. Yeah.
1: Where was the doctor?
0: Memory serves correctly, doctor was
5: inside the temple itself and uh, watching what was going on. Yes, um still watching the outside, but he is basically inside the temple opening if you want to say, like the entry stairway down.
1: All right, I'm going to call for you. To come inside the circle.
5: Okay. He's got some occult chops and he knows sometimes it takes more than one. So he will uh, carefully enter the circle. He'll take his shoes off, respectfully, and then enter the circle.
0: Just walking to this circle, Doctor, is an exercise in overcoming some deep concerns when it comes to reptiles. It isn't a matter of there being a few snakes. It is a matter of there being what might be hundreds of snakes.
1: I will make sure that they part for him.
0: Oh, absolutely. They do exactly as you ask. You don't even have to verbalize it, Miss O'Shea. You simply remind them that they need to move, and they do. And that, Doctor, is kind of terrifying.
5: Yeah, that's almost as scary as the carpet of snakes. Almost, the lady making that the departing the sea of reptiles there
0: yeah and it's intentional too right so there's no ver- verbal portion of it but there's definitely intentionality with her body movements mm. and it sets your skin a little bit on edge and you know that uh you're you're not sure <laughs> you're not really sure if you're ready for this portion of the
5: the, the event tonight Hmm. doc Polishes his spectacles for a moment, puts them back on, and proceeds to walk down the non-snaked red carpet to the main event, so to speak. Let it never be said that the doc is going to shy away from the curiosity of science.
1: Doctor, it seems like you're still not feeling 100%, so if you want, you can sit behind this altar. Um, we have plenty of protection and i have a few other things i can do and i will need your help to keep my wits about me
5: all right if i am to keep your wits about you then you must promise me one thing what is that if i if i ask you to do something you have you have to do it okay you cannot if i if i tell you to stop you cannot not you cannot ignore my advice I am your doctor, after all, Liebchen. (laughs) I am here to make sure that you are safe and that you come back home with us.
1: Yes, but I need to make sure everybody comes back home with us.
5: I know it is a delicate balance. Now, we do not have time. I will make myself safe, but I will be near at hand. All right?
1: I have eyes on you.
5: Don't worry. And Doc secures himself in the position that she suggested. It's really
0: close to the mummy. It's just on the backside of the altar, so you get a
5: real good look at Nyctocris. How good of a look? Like enough to do a medical role? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, fantastic. A medical role visually, right? Yeah, yeah. More Pathologically. Yeah, that's a forty-one under a ninety-one. That's a hard success. I can resuscitate her. I think I think I can got I got this. No. Um anything I can glean from her that we don't already know from her medical state.
0: She was in perfect health when she passed, visually anyway. Uh, the that is the most stunning thing about Nutri-Chris's mummy, is that it is not withered and desiccated. It is not at least seemingly anymore um her body looks full maybe fuller than when jack pulled her out of the temple juicy juicy's not the word i would use doctor i would say cadaverish in the sense that uh, she looks like she's recently dead
5: not thousands of years old less more hundreds of
0: years old Like, maybe less than that. And your brain kind of starts to get a little bit more concerned.
5: Okay. Well, since I'm right there, Doc takes off his tie and uses it to bind her hands. Just in case. I'd like you to make a sleight of hand roll, Doctor. I would love to do that. It's not going to succeed, but I would love to do that. Yeah, 47 over 10.
0: So you reach up and you go to kind of take a binding piece of what piece of cloth, maybe some leather you might have
5: a string for that matter. (laughs) I was thinking he was literally going to undo his necktie and and uh, take it off like he was loosening it and such and then take it off and like tie the hands. Doc's classy enough to wear silk necktie and silk is hard to break. That's right.
0: So you, you reach up and you take your, your necktie off and you kind of unfurl it and then you smooth it out and you creep a little forward to get to the mummy's hands her wrists and you you reach up and start kind of lifting one of the, one of the wrists a little bit just to get it around and you feel a presence behind you and it's uncomfortable because It's like someone, you realize in your brain, someone is now standing directly behind you who was not there moments ago. Uh, I, Doc freezes. You hear, my friend, I would not touch her
5: body if I were you. He slowly pulls his hands away and puts the tie back around his neck. I meant no disrespect, more protection, just in case... Things did not go as they planned, as you have planned, as things often do not in this world. Especially when one is meddling with forces, I think they do not entirely f- understand. Oh, I may agree with you
0: in some portion of that, Doctor, but these forces we do understand. The Queen is here to save Egypt. Egypt not to harm
5: it. As you say, I, again, aim at no disrespect. And he backs away, but does not take his eyes off of nikto Christ the whole time.
0: Tariq folds back towards the two large stones, and you realize that in the folds of his robe, he had a very long, curved dagger, not in his hand, but at his belt. And... It doesn't take your mind very long to think
5: about what he might have done if you'd continued. Oh, he, Doc, has no compunctions. He understands that, yeah, he would have killed him dead right there in the temple.
0: So back outside, Miss Lane, if you continue to watch this royal of dust cloud come at you, the field glasses that you're afforded for closer looks, you realize that the cloud is so. It's so thick that you're having a hard time seeing the vehicles in it. It's something that would not make sense to you.
2: Why wouldn't it make sense if they were if the vehicles were going fast, wouldn't they kick up a lot of, of, of sand and dust?
0: Certainly, but the dust and sand would be behind them, not in front of them.
2: Oh, well that's that makes more sense. I can't see anything else. Just just the dust.
0: No, and that's the that's the problem. That's the trouble you're having is you're trying to find detail and get numbers and but your your vision is, is being obscured by this cloud. She's just
6: staring into the glasses endlessly.
0: Yeah, she is she's you can tell that there's um there's a bit of a hitch. Like when she's she's looking hard and looking hard and like Lillian? Lillian.
2: Yeah.
0: What's up?
6: What are you seeing?
2: There's Things are coming, but I can't make anything out. I hand over the field glasses.
6: I will take a a look again as they are closer now, I guess. Right. How fast are they moving?
0: They don't actually appear to be moving that fast at all.
6: But there's just there's, there's, there's a massive dust cloud and no vehicles.
0: Yeah. So like you had assumed that this dust cloud was coming and that the vehicles would be behind it. But sure, you cannot visually break the obscuring dust that's coming towards you and so now you're not certain whether or not it's a dust storm or it's something else
6: is it just traveling in a
0: in a straight line or is it moving at all it's moving towards you it's more but it's not directed it's more like it's undulating is a bad word but it's more like it's blossoming out towards you the
6: hell i have no idea what that is but uh, it definitely doesn't mean as well because it is heading this way.
2: Do you think we should go back in the temple?
6: Not to mince directions. We're we're on the north side of this dune. Is it coming from the south or which direction is it coming from?
0: No, it's actually coming from the north. So it's coming right at us. Oh, yeah.
6: Okay. So the first thing I will do is I will uh, give the car a good shove and get it started again. You can give it a shove like downhill? No, no. So... Um, I'm going to hop in, and I will um, say uh, I'm going to drive to the south end of the this valley here so that we can still have an exit, uh, but this thing is coming right for the temple. Yes. Which means it's going to hit the temple before it hits the south end of that valley that it's in, which is why I'm moving the car, so just stay in for a minute. And I will drive the car to the other side, staying atop the dunes that go down into the, the valley that's there.
0: Okay. So, Lillian, are you continuing to watch the dust cloud as he moves the the car then?
2: I'm assuming if we can see that dust cloud, they can see us if we're standing on top of a dune.
0: Yeah, no, I know. Are, are you, and that's a fine assumption for you to make. Are you going to continue to watch the way the cloud goes and what what it does? Yeah,
6: I'll pass her back the field glasses while I'm driving, for sure.
2: I'm I'm not with Sam. I'm He went and drove the car, correct?
6: I mean, it's up to you as whether you stayed in.
2: No, I'm going to head back into the temple because they're coming straight for us. And there's way more of them, I believe, than there are of, you know, us.
0: So, Sam, why don't you give me a hard spot hidden roll while you're moving the car? Okay. That is an 18 under 85. It's a hard success. While you move the car, you get a slightly different angle on some portion of the storm. And it proves to be helpful because you can see that there are. There's something inside that, that cloud. There, you can see forms, forms moving inside of it. Okay, like a. Uh,
6: is does it see moving along the ground or? Yes.
0: Multiple forms.
6: Uh, once I once I get to. Kind of the spot opposite them is, is really what I'm shooting for. I will stop and get out again and really try to get a beat on whether I can make out anything about them. Are they animals? Are, are they... Uh, are, do they appear bipedal?
0: Uh, they do appear, from what you can see, they appear to be moving on the ground. It seems like a collection of arms and legs are moving towards you and it is it 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 beggars belief because the arms and legs seem disjointed and non well even from here it doesn't look like they're collected properly they're not grouped properly there are arms and legs all over the place it's like a a storm of bodies are coming towards you. Like tumbling? Sort of. Okay, fair enough. They're loping. They're not walking. They're they're not... They're, they're like crouched running, but yet also tumbling over one another. It's this complete and utter chaos of flesh that's coming towards you.
6: And it's like a swarm? Yeah. If I had to... Make like an immediate assumption about how many there might be.
0: Three, four dozen?
6: Uh, is Jack still at the at the entrance? That's where Jack is, is parked, right? Yes. Yeah, I run down.
2: Would I have already made it back to the entrance before you... Sam gets there?
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Okay. Run up the stairs.
3: What's going on up there?
2: There's a big dust cloud. I, I can't make out anything in it. I, I don't know what it is or how many cars or so i thought i'd come back down here because there's going to be more of whoever they are versus us okay um but i bet i show him my rifle i'm like look at what i have
3: it's a lovely rifle
2: no it's just not any rifle it is it's, it's four size rifle
3: he would have liked you to have it mm. find some cover
2: I take a couple steps behind. I go up the stairs a little bit more behind Jack. Mm -hmm. But I don't go all the way inside. It's like cover.
0: It's Jack. It's like cover, except not. (laughs) 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 Sam, you arrive back down on the steps. I'm sprinting. So
6: there's at least two, maybe three dozen. I'll call them irregulars.
3: Irregulars?
6: They are not moving like normal people would, but they're moving relatively quickly and with intent. And I'm
3: sure they don't mean as well, and there's a lot of them. All right. Well, I guess we'll try
0: to hold them here.
1: Do I hear this conversation?
0: I don't hear the conversation, Mae. but what you hear and feel in the stones of this temple is a deep and unsettling rumble. As those moments pass after Sam hits the steps, that rumbling picks up. And this is something that, uh, Jack, you'd be somewhat familiar with, with cavalry. And that as uh, weight pounds the ground, there's a definitive low and resonant rumble that starts up in the ground.
1: Well, I will take half of the snakes with me up to the front, so I can at least see out um, and leave the other half with the doctor.
0: (laughs) Don't want to forget the doctor, of course.
5: Oh, thank you. He's (laughs) got to stay safe. I love my new snake blanket.
0: (laughs) Yes, it slithers all on its own. You all at the front door get this, in effect, front row seat to a rather powerful-looking Maeve O'Shea stalking towards the front door with a C- of writhing reptiles behind her her long hair there with the shock of white that now uh, accents it Uh, she comes towards the front of this temple and the snakes only go as far as you say Maeve so if they stay behind you they stay behind you
1: I want them to surround me and I'm going to look out and see what we're up against
0: it's hard to say Otto, you're still outside, yes? Yes. You feel it first. You're the local. You're the one who's walked these deserts long enough. You feel something in the air change. And it feels like the impossible is going to happen. And that is rain. It's going to rain. I look up. Sure enough, overhead... There is a very large cloud, deep grays and black tones at its core. Egypt is about to get one hell of a thunderstorm.
4: Uh, We should go inside.
3: You know, for being a desert, this is the second thunderstorm we've been in since we got
4: here. I'm sure those facts are completely separate from each other.
6: If we go inside, we die inside because there's no way out.
4: I'm sure there's a way out. They just haven't shown it to us. They don't build these temples with one way in, one way out.
3: Yeah, but if we stay out here, we'll get uh, run down. I don't disagree. I just don't know. What, I don't
6: know what the play is here.
3: I say we uh, try to hold them here. They have to come through this uh, door.
4: If you have enough time, perhaps block the entrance of the temple with the, with the car, funnel them in, narrow their ability to come to us.
6: I mean, the, it looks like the doorway is only like ten feet wide, right? Yeah, roughly speaking. I'd rather keep the car. So I guess I will climb as high as I need to to get visual on the cloud.
0: Go ahead and make me a hard climb roll. I would love to fail the climb roll. 85
6: out of 59. Oh shit. <laughs> I've to take my time here. I'm going to push it. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I dig I dig my heels in. Dig your heels in. And I hope I don't break my, uh, break my goods. Fuck. And I failed. 89 out of 59.
0: Uh, so you climb up and you get probably eight, maybe 10 or so feet off the ground after resetting your feet. And the stones outside this temple just are not able to hold you. And when they're not able to hold you, you slip and you fall. Ouch. And on a failed push roll, that's not great. So I'm going to deal you some falling damage.
1: Hopefully it's better than Shadowrun falling damage.
0: It is. You take three points of damage, Sam. Um, and the way mm. that you take it is the worst. So you know that position in the upper middle portion of your back, just below your shoulder blades, mm-hmm. just say from the middle of your spine up about halfway, you get a sharp rock right there that's what you land on Mm. and you feel it perforate the skin and you reflexively roll off and you think it's probably what saves you from any further serious damage. But there is a significant pop from your flesh and bone hitting that rock and the rest of your compatriots are powerless to do anything except watch. Mm. Then I guess I'll
6: use one of these jagged ass rocks on the ground as cover as long as it puts me somewhere away from the snake puddle and the uh, the swarm coming to the northeast,
0: the snake cuddle puddle. Fair enough. Um, you you limp over. you uh, you were not expecting your back to hurt that bad today, but so be it. Uh, on the edge of those dunes, as this this cloud of dust comes closer, the rumbling increases. You begin to see forms in the night. in This dusk as uh, the sun has set now on Egypt, but the uh, stray strands of sunlight still persist. Uh, you see a line of forms begin taking that position, and they are grotesque. They're hunched over forms. Uh, there's few stray humanoid features about them. They are bipedal. Uh, but their heads are mixed of strange variety of animals. And so some of you won't have to make a sand roll at all.
1: That's me, right?
0: Mm, that's you and anyone else? Anyone else down below the temples who saw the children of the Sphinx?
1: No, I think it's just me and Jack. Wait, no. Wasn't there one in the big open area? Yeah. So then I think the others would have seen it,
0: maybe everybody except Sam. Correct. You see a collection of half men, half beasts with heads of oxen, crocodile, falcon, bull, and it's not it's not possible. It's not. It's just not. Well, I mean I I did just see one yesterday. It's it's just what do you but mean? You saw? you saw one yesterday, when? The the, the the the
6: the giant cat person?
0: Oh, that's different. This isn't a giant this these aren't lycanthropes. Oh, okay. Well that's like seven out of fifty eight. Okay. You you don't lose any sanity. That's fucked up. That's what your brain says to you. Well that's fucked up. But I saw a were jaguar yesterday, so you're going to have to do better than that. Are they with you all?
1: I call lightning.
0: Well, the storm isn't here yet.
1: You said there was a cloud. All I need is a cloud. It says all you need is a cloud.
0: You start casting is what you do, because it's not instantaneous. It's five minutes. So casting time is five minutes. So you start cooking. Yeah. So spend 10 MP.
1: Okay.
0: And then you're gonna lose 1D to sanity, which is a two. Of
1: course it is. Yep. Of course it is.
0: The spell causes a bolt of flight and a strike where the spell cash directs, which will happen in five minutes. As soon as Maeve raises her voice again near here at the entrance of the temple, Doctor, all of even all the way back here in the temple, all of the hair on your forearms stand on Ms. Ooh. And those of you who are outside near her can feel the hair on the back of your neck stand up and the air gets a very um, ozone-y feel. So you you start feeling almost this um, oxygenation of the atmosphere around you. Things start to kind of feel crispy and, and poppy.
5: Doc is experienced enough. He, he, he grabs um, some sand off the floor and makes a circle around him where he was sitting and and sits down in the circle. Um, It might not be salt, it might not be chalk, but at least it's a circle, because generally speaking, if there's metaphysical blow-up, he at least wants that level of protection. Seems fair to be, sir.
0: Uh, So, Sam, you're ready when these things come over the hill, Jack? What other final preferences are you making with Lillian?
3: I want to get her like behind one of these statues or something so that she has some cover. Because yeah. they have you know range weapons or whatever. And then I will get behind the other statue.
0: Sammy landed on this plateau up here. Uh, so you have a slight elevation, but uh, you also have a, a back wound. And then, Otto, where would you like me to place you? Just somewhere in the entrance?
4: Slightly behind Jake. I don't have a gun, so I'll have to pull my sword.
0: So this line stands here at the dune level. And you hear something, Jack, from on top of the dune. You hear a voice higher than these grunts and guttural sounding animal noises that these creatures give off. You hear a man's voice say, Give her body up now,
3: and I promise all of your deaths will be quick. We'll destroy that body before you get it.
0: Go. Feast upon the flesh of the non-believers. And we'll call it there for the evening. So, thank you so much for joining us again on another episode of Masks of Nealathotep. We look forward to the beginning of our Egypt chapter finale series.